Hello, and welcome to the James Sheets Podcast. This podcast features the sermons and preaching messages of James Sheets, who pastored throughout West Virginia for many years. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and leave a five-star review and share a memory of James with us. Let's listen as Pastor James Sheets begins his message. I'm going to
when biblical principles of family relationships are not followed, family problems will result. I think we probably could uh, place all family problems in two categories. One is a direct relationship and the other indirect. And that is the result of the problems that we have in our families come about either, number one, as a direct result of sin by one or more members of the family, or secondly, in that we as a family reap the results of someone in the family's sin. We are the direct cause in that we sin, number one, or we reap the benefits to our detriment of times of living in a world in which the family unit has basically deteriorated. Now, even though we look at society and say many times that the family is deteriorating, and I believe it is, I think that there are some signs in which we can say, although those things are happening, the family is still yet a good, solid unit and that we believe in. There was a survey done by family counselors just a few years ago, a couple, I think, years ago. I have that survey and some of my materials in my study. That survey observed five things about the family. Number one, the survey says that Americans still have a strong religious belief. It's still present. I think I can agree with that just from the counseling that I do. I sat in my study just this past week with a couple. And as we talked, they wanted to see me. They made it clear that although that they are not members of the church and do not now go, although they're considering coming here, they still believe in the principles that we teach and preach and that are taught in the Bible. And I think that that is basically true throughout our country, though we have weaknesses, there is still a strong connection to the principles of religious belief. Secondly, that America has a strong belief in the value of the family. We're hearing a lot about uh, homosexual marriages, men getting married, and being allowed by judges to rear children, and I suppose women as well. And although this is in the news, and we have lots of that going on, still the people of America believe in the value of the family and do not hold to those changing principles that seem to be coming on the scene. Thirdly, the survey said that Americans 
people still want a real commitment in the family setting. They're not willing, the people of the United States are not willing to accept the trial and error type family. But if it doesn't work, I can get out of it. They are saying that we still believe in commitment in our relationships. Fourthly, the survey discovered that the higher one's religious beliefs are, the stronger the family ties are. The more religious we are, the more committed to our God and to our church we are, the stronger will be our family ties. And lastly, they found in the survey that America still believes that the values taught in the Bible is the right way of life. We're not getting into all the things that we now hear. Now, given that as a background, family counselors are discovering that when there are family problems, the basic cause of those problems stem from the fact that someone in that family has a selfish attitude and thinks that he or she is more important than anybody else. As the root cause of family problems, Selfish attitudes are the underlying causes of disruption in that family unit. Somebody sees himself as most important. And yet the Bible teaches very clearly from the commandments that God gave Moses on Mount Sinai to the teachings of Jesus that we are to put God first, others second, and ourselves third. And never is that order to be reversed. It must be God number one, others in second place, and ourselves in third. If God is not in number one place, then there will be problems in the family. If God does not indwell our lives, the lives of our family, there will be problems. If he does indwell us, then the things that will be produced by the members of our family and by the family itself, if God is in the family, if God is in the individual, we will see love, peace, patience, Kindness, joy, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. All the good qualities of life will be there if God indwells the individual and the family. If God does not indwell the family or the individual, then one will have a tendency to think of himself first and foremost, and as a consequence, the results 
will be something that is very opposite of jealousy, envy, selfishness, rudeness, irritability, holding grudges. Those will be the qualities of the individual and the family that does not have God in his heart. So, the basic cause of family problems would seem to be, according to most family counselors, the fact that someone in that family puts himself above God and others. Dr. Nick Spirit made this statement that I think is important. He said, many of the major social problems that we face, such as juvenile delinquency, child abuse, and spousal abuse, can be linked very directly to a bad quality of family life. Now consider those words. The juvenile delinquency, the child abuse, the spousal abuse that we have in our country can be directly related to a bad quality. Someone has said that the family is the cradle of any culture. I think we certainly would agree with that. I think it was Abraham Lincoln who said that the one who rocks the cradle rules the world, referring to mothers. I believe this scripture of Deuteronomy has some very important things to say about the quality of family life. I want you to notice, if you still have your Bible open, to five words, and we'll pass from this. In verse 7, Moses said to the Hebrew people, teach, that is, teach these commandments that I have just given you. Teach them to your children. Secondly, talk of them when you sit in your house. Thirdly, when you are walking by the way. In the eighth verse, he says, bind them for a sign on their hand. And in the ninth verse, he says, write them upon the posts of your house. Listen to the five words that makes a strong family. Teach, talk, walk, bind, write. Put those five qualities in our homes and we'll have strong homes. Now let me conclude, and I'm shortening this up considerably, with Dr. Stewart's comments about what makes a strong family. I want to give you six statements. I agree with you. You have a strong family if you have these six points in your family. Number one, you are committed to each other. Commitment is absolutely necessary for a strong family. Members must be committed to each other. Secondly, 
He says a strong family will spend time together. One of the buzzwords that we hear a lot today is quality time. And parents have a tendency to say, well, I may not spend much time with my children, but I make it good quality when I'm doing it. Dr. Stewart says that won't fly. It must be a good amount of time. Thirdly, he says that a strong family is a family that communicates, that talk to each other and listen to each other. A strong family talks and listens to each other. Fourthly, he says a strong family expresses appreciation for each other. A strong family says, you are important, you belong, you are needed. At times, we do not express our appreciation for the other members of our family and make them feel important. Make them feel as if they belong and are needed. Fifthly, he says a strong family has a spiritual commitment. A commitment to church, to Bible reading, and to prayer. A family that believes in God and proves it by the way they live and where they go and what they do. A spiritual commitment. A strong family will have strong church ties. You can just mark it down. And sixthly, he says a strong family is a family that stays together in times of crisis. A family that helps each other when the chips are down. A family that jointly endeavors to solve its problems and does not start pulling in several different directions. Then we'll have a strong family. And the key to that strong family certainly seems to be the mother, though the father has his place, and he ought to be assuming the responsible role in seeing to it that his family is a strong one. If we're going to survive in this country of ours, it would be because our families survive. And as our families go down the tube, so to speak, so will this country of ours. We must have strong families that have some commitment. Mothers and dads, we need to see to it that our families are strong. Then we'll have a strong country. And it must begin with a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. So if you are not a Christian this morning, we're going to sing closing hymn of invitation. We will invite anyone who needs to make a decision to come forward and do that as we stand together and sing. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you like what you hear, hit the subscribe button. You'll receive automatic notifications and downloads when a new message is added to the podcast. Also, please leave a five-star review and take the opportunity to share stories, memories, and appreciation for James Sheets and how God used him to impact your life. If you'd like to know why and how this podcast got started, check out our first episode. Lastly, if you want to donate to help offset the cost of operating this podcast, you'll find a link to our PayPal account in the podcast description and email us at james.com 
www.sheets.podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and remember to trust in God for today and for all of your tomorrows.